And then we do notice as semester, like now, the testing time, they're getting stressed out. So we kind of see people coming in, I got a headache, my stomach hurts. So since the seasons of the semesters, we see a, a different amount of time. Welcome to the Prince George's Daily. On this season, we will be taking an in-depth look at the student experience when it comes to college, how students feel about two-year and four-year institutions, and the benefits and drawbacks of going straight to the workforce versus continuing education. You will hear the stories shared by students about their college experiences and how their college education is affecting them. College faculty will also share their insight into the college experience and their stories about their students. Stay tuned. In today's episode, you will hear the daily news and for our big story, Dale Roden sits down with nurses from the Wellness Center at Prince George's Community College. For today's weather, we can expect temperatures to be in the low 40s with 90% chance of rain this morning. The high being 44 and the low getting as far down as 23 degrees. Going into the afternoon, you can expect the rain to stop and the sun might even peek out through the clouds for a while. Going into the evening, you can expect temperatures to drop down to the low 30s with hitting 23 overnight. For tomorrow's forecast, the high temperature will only reach up to 38 degrees with sunny skies. Thursday, you can expect a partly cloudy day with a high of 48 degrees. Now is the time to prepare for winter weather. The sunrise today was at 6.47 a.m., while the sunset will be at 4.56 p.m. I'm Chandra Durham, and that's the forecast for the day. A woman accused of sneaking into the line in giraffe exhibits at the Bronx Zoo in late September has been arrested, the New York Police Department announced. Maya Autry, 30, who had been previously identified by the NYPD as the woman who went into the enclosures, was arrested Wednesday night and charged with two counts of criminal trespass, according to the police. Autry posted on Instagram that she was going to the Barclays Center to turn herself in to the police and notified several news media outlets, according to a law enforcement source. Detectives went to the area and arrested her. She was wearing an NYPD shirt at the time of her arrest, the store said. Autry allegedly shared videos of herself climbing over the wooden fence on the day of the incident, then waving and dancing once inside of the big cat golf. In the video, the lion appears stunned, and the woman seems unbothered, even as the animal takes a few steps towards her. I want to get closer to him. She mumbles as she waves or breaking into a little dance. After her encounter with the lion, the woman posted a photo of herself with police officers on Instagram. When video of the incident emerged, the Bronx Zoo was not amused. An official said, there, said the woman put herself in danger. Ten people at a care facility in Oklahoma were hospitalized after they were injected with insulin instead of a flu shot, police said. Fire crews responding Wednesday afternoon found multiple unresponsive people, police chief Tracy Rose said during a news conference covered by CNN affiliate KTUL. Most patients suffering after the medication administered were not able to explain the issue, Loring said. Many of them were not vocal and not able to walk. The pharmacist who injected the insulin was contractor and went to the facility on Wednesday to administer the flu shot to residents' employees. Ingrid said all the people who had received injections and reactions were taken to the James Hospital in Clarksville. Several people remain hospitalized. Investigation is still underway. An Iowa inmate serving a life sentence said he should be a free man after becoming ill and momentarily died and had to be revived at the hospital. But the courts are having none of it. 
Benjamin Schrieber was sentenced to life in prison in 1997 after being convicted of first-degree murder in March 2015. He developed large kidney stones that led to specific poisoning. Eventually fell unconscious in his cell, was taken to a local hospital where he was resuscitated five separate times after he had a DNR report. According to the Iowa Court of Appeals, Schrieber claims he momentarily died at the hospital, thereby fulfilling his life sentence. Because his sentence has been filled, he argues he's in prison legally and should be immediately released. A district court previously denied Schrieber's motion on Wednesday that the Iowa Court of Appeals upheld the Iowa Court's decision. In his opinion, the court said plain reading of Iowa's defendant guilty of a Class A felony must spend the rest of their natural life, regardless of how long that period of time ends up being. And now, for our big story... Dale Roden sits down with nurses from the Wellness Center at Prince George's Community College. So tell me a little bit about this event. It's a Veterans 5K Fun Run. It's an annual event that we do to celebrate our veterans on Veterans Day. Well, last year I think we did it around 9-11. This year we're doing it on Veterans Day uh, to make it more significant. And we had a lot of people from the community as well as from the college community come out today. Um, to participate in the five in the fun run, it, and it really is just for fun. People can come out and walk and or run, so um, it's a good day. It turned out to be a, a, a very nice day. We thought it was going to be a little bit cold, but it's turned out to be a really nice day. We have people here from all areas of the college, as well as some of our uh, community members. Now, did you separate the divisions by men and women, and, and if so, who won? Well, there wasn't. There were no winners. We didn't separate anybody. We even had a few children out here running today. So, the so kids it's really, won. it's really uh, to raise the, the kids. Always win, <laughs> but it's really uh, also a fundraiser for our veterans club. Oh. And so the registration proceeds go to the veterans club. Uh, can I ask how many registrants there were? Uh, you're gonna have to stop your table. Go that way. Okay. <laughs> uh, I will go ask him in just yeah. a moment. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fundraising event mm -hmm. uh, for the, the Vet Veterans, veterans Club. Club. Club, huh? Oh, what mm -hmm. is, okay, I'm going to ask the Veterans mm -hmm. guy what the Veterans Club yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, how many years has the event been taking place? I'll ask the Veterans uh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. how is PGCC Cares involved? Isaac, can I help you with that? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not, it's not PGCC Cares. I'm really just standing in. We do have the Wellness Center here. Um, our nurses are here providing support. Uh, uh, Ms. Arnita Shelton and Ms. Ann Eric are there providing support. But it's not a PGCC CARES event. I, I am here uh, representing Dr. Shahrazad Foreman, who's the Dean of Student Engagement and Leadership. Okay. Uh, for the nurses, um, now if, if a person has chest pain, how old does he have to be before he needs to talk to somebody about that? Well, anyone should really do that if they really do have chest pain, yeah. Yeah, and I heard it, if it's on the right side, it's okay. If it's on the left side, it's, it's not. Well, you should never dismiss anything. You should just, you know, talk to your doctor pain. about it. It's chest pain. So okay. They say it's in the middle, right the chest hurt. Go to the doctor. No, I, I have heard that um, <laughs> there have been incidents where very healthy people have had heart attacks running. Is this something that you're concerned about at this event? Are you always looking for the the telltale signs that somebody might be struggling? Well, we're always prepared, and we do have an ADD if we need it. We hope okay. we don't. <laughs> we hope we don't. That first aid kit is there closed, but we do we can open it. Okay. And we are prepared if we need to. Okay, now did either of you actually run? 
or you're you're you here. Walk very well. Okay, all right. I do. <laughs> I walk fast. When okay. I do walk, I do like I try to do the fast walk. Right. But running after a while, it's like. Mm. So for this event, you are here uh, professionally and not mm -hmm. as participants. Right. It's yes. part of the wellness center here oh. at the campus. Okay. So tell me what you do at the wellness center. Well, we see students, we see staff, we even see visitors. Um, anything that they would um, have as a, a question or maybe a first aid or health promotion. Um, you know, we don't administer uh, prescription medications, of course, because we are nurses. Okay. <laughs> Do you get people asking for you to give them a prescription or no give them I've had a couple people at this because they hurting so bad right then I'll say I have a town all they be like oh I need something more than that then, oh. then we ask them to go to the doctor and then that might be another way that we might have to refer them to a doctor and they might not have a doctor so then we get into our referral to how to get insurance okay. we also do that mm -hmm. uh, how many students do or how many I guess clients do you see in a typical semester or a month, a week? Um, maybe about 20 a week, I guess, mm -hmm. I'd say. I maybe say. more, 20 to 25 a week. Oh, that's pretty impressive. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. Some come on a regular basis, uh, staff for blood pressure check. Mm -hmm. And then we do notice that semester, like now, the testing time, they're getting stressed out, so we kind of see people coming in, I got a headache. My stomach hurt. So the seasons of the semesters, we see a, a different amount of clientele I see. Okay, so I work in the classroom, and if I have a student who is in trouble, and I need to send them to you, what questions do I need to ask them so that they're well prepared to talk to you when they get there? Well, if they're in some so, sort of an emergency situation where they're having trouble breathing and they really are not able to come to our office, then the first thing you do is you actually call our on-campus police. Then our on-campus police contacts us and then we go to the location as well as our on-campus police goes to the location. And then at that point we can determine whether that person can come to our office or maybe needs to call 911. If they're able to come to our office then we can assess them and see what's going on and sometimes it is referring them to go to their own private doctor or to an urgent care center depending on how serious it is. Um, 911 is not called all that often. I mean it is on an occasion of course but uh, mostly it, it would be someone that could come to the office and we could talk to them and find out you know what really is going on with them. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, now get this. Well, let me start off by saying, full disclosure, I am for justice when it comes to people and they deserve it. Now, with that being said, this man, Benjamin Schreiber, was sentenced to life in prison without parole in 1997 after being convicted of first-degree murder. In 2015, he developed large kidney stones and it led to septic poisoning and he fell unconscious and died. Now, he signed a DNR. A DNR, do not resuscitate. And he was brought back to life. They resuscitated him five times. And he says that he feels as though that his life sentence has been fulfilled and he needs to be free. I completely 
agree with him. A life sentence is your life is gone, basically, and you have to serve the sentence until your life is up. He has a strong argument. He died. Free that man. I would like to see him free. I know it's crazy, but he has a strong, valid point. I'm not saying a murderer needs to be walking around, but give that man the justice he deserves. He's been serving since 1997. I'm pretty sure he's learned his lesson by now. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on the college student experience. This is the Prince George's Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College, celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards and college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. Producers of the Prince George's Daily are Stephen Boney, Dorcas Oshinawa, Davis Smalls, Vanita Newsom, Heavenly B, Joshua Boykin, and is executively produced by Del Roden. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on PGCC Cares. This is the PG Daily.